You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Let's open our Bible to the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 20. So in this chapter, Paul talked about a lot of things first. He talked about relationships first no? in this book because the book tried to talk about walking in love. This is starting with, of course, chapter 5 first. And then uh, he talked about the relationship between wives and husbands, children and parents, bond servants and masters, talking about their relationship with each other. And at the same time, finally, uh, he concluded it with the whole armor of God. So later on, we'll uh, try to understand why uh, he included this very topic in the last. It says here, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Say, put on. That you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day. And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much for, again, giving us, Lord God, this wonderful message, Lord, that even during the time of the Apostle Paul, the message that he gave to the Ephesian church is still relevant, Lord, even to our day and time. And we ask and pray that you will move, Lord, freely in this place. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Holy Spirit, teach us. Holy Spirit, Lord, remind us, Lord, of your word of truth. And it is our prayer that we will not leave this place unchanged, but you will transform each one of us. Lord, it's difficult to change. It's difficult, Lord, for us to really be transformed. But with your help, Lord, we believe that people can see the transformation in our lives. Once more, Lord, we pray that those who have not known you yet, they will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. Panginoon, salamat po sapagkat patuloy kayong gagalaw sa aming kalagitna at mahikita namin ang milagro ninyo na mangyayari sa kalagitnaan po namin. Muli, Panginoon, tinataas namin ang lahat ng ito sa matamis na pangalan ng Panginoon Jesus and everybody says, Amen. Now, all of us needs to prepare for spiritual battle because we are in a daily battle. And our battle, of course, is something that is different from the things that are happening in this world. People seize the battle in the area of physical, but of course, we see the battle every day in the area of spiritual the first thing that I'd like to submit to you is that be spiritually strong in the Lord. What do I mean when I say be spiritually strong in the Lord? Now we get, of course, our strength none other than the Lord Himself. Because in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse uh, 10, it starts off with this phrase from the Apostle Paul that says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. The word there is be strong in the Lord. Now, be strong in the Lord, it doesn't mean that you get your strength from yourself, but you get your strength from the Lord. That's why the Greek word says there, receive the strength. Binibigay po ng Panginoon yung kalakasan sa atin. 
Hindi po ito kinukuha sa ating lakas sa Panginoon po nang gagaling ang lakas na ito. Hindi niyo po kaya, pero kaya ng Panginoon, siya po ang gagalaw. Siya po ang gagawa ng bagay na ito. Hindi po tayo. Hindi po ikaw. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, hindi ikaw. Hindi ikaw ang gagawa, kundi si Lord. It's the Lord who will actually do this through His strength and through His might. The thing here is, it says here that it's the strength of His might, which speaks of the power of His strength. That's why we could say that finally receive the strength in the Lord or from the Lord and in the power of His strength, in the power of His might. So that's why we have to understand that these are the things that comes from the Lord. In fact, when Samson was about to even push the pillar and he he's in between the pillar, ito po yung nangyari kay Samson na people think that the strength comes from his hair but in reality, nagaling po ito sa kalakasan ng gagaling sa Panginoon. It's actually the Lord who supplied the strength to him because in the book of Judges, it says in 16.28, then Samson called to the Lord and said, O Lord God, please remember me and please strengthen me only this once. So the strength that he had during the time did not actually come from his hair. Yes, we understand that humaba po yung hair niya, but it doesn't mean that the hair is in the strength, but it's actually the strength that comes from the Lord. This is also the strength that we need. Yun po yung kailangan natin, kalakasan na yun. Kalakasan para mapagtagumpayan ang mga dinadaan natin pagsubok sa buhay. Strength you know, for us to be able to overcome the challenges in this world. Napakarami pong challenges. Bakit? Kasi nung sinulat po ni Paul to, if you notice in chapter 5, nakalagay rito, walk in love. Yung subheading, it talks about the love. It talks about relationship between wives and husbands. It talks about, of course, the relationship between children and parents. Now, talking about love, pagdating mo sa wives and husbands, it talks about relationship. I mean, you really need the strength of the Lord in order for you to be able to overcome the misunderstandings that happens between a husband and a wife. And I would say that there is no perfect marriage relationship. You can give glory and honor to the Lord in your relationship as a married couple. Hindi po madaling mag-submit sa mga misis sa kanilang mga asawa. It's not easy for the wife to submit, of course, to the husband if the husband does not know how to love his wife. That's why the husband must learn to love their wife. Mahal, mahal niyo ba? ang inyong mga asawa. Mahal niyo ba ang mga misis niyo, mga mister? Parang, ang parang dito lang lahat. Parang, parang yung sumagot ng amen, yung, lala, yung, yung kanyang misis, ano? Amen. <laughs> Mahal niyo ba ang mga misis niyo? For the husbands, do you love your wife? Amen. Okay, amen. Parang sinasabi ni isa, sagutin mo si pastor. Okay? Sagutin mo si pastor. We really need strength from the Lord. Say, Lord, help me to love my spouse. Help me to love him. Help me to love her. Because, there are times where in our personalities are conflicting. Nag, nag, minsan nagka-crash po yung personalities natin. Mahirap pong magsama kapag magkaiba po yung personality natin. That's why it needs the strength of the Lord. It needs the strength of the Lord as well, even sa relationship po ng mga anak sa mga magulang. I mean, for the children and for the parents. Yung mga anak natin, kapag inisip nila, parang uh, hindi, hindi mo ako naiintindihan. Kasi dahil sa iba yung panahon ninyo. Kaya sa panahon namin ngayon, millennials na kami, kayo mga dati pa, okay? Kung baga panahon lapu-lapu kayo eh. For the children, again, you need the strength of the Lord in order for you to really obey your parents. Because the Bible is clear, obey your father and mother and you will live long in the land. Obey your parents, honor your father and your mother. And that's what the scripture says. You have to be reminded of that. Again, if you don't know how to obey your father and mother, then you need strength from the Lord. And say, Lord, teach me and help me to obey my parents. The same thing also with the parents. It's difficult for us to sometimes talk to our children and, and listen to them. Mahirap po makinig ang mga magulang minsan sa mga anak. 
ang palagi ng, you know, sinasabi ng mga magulang ay, you know, le- nileleksyonan nila palagi ang kanilang mga anak. Kaya nga sabi ng mga anak, minsan, ayoko lang matin na church. Bakit anak? Eh kasi nakaranig na ako ng sermon eh. Na sermon na kasi ng magulang. Kaya magdo-double sermon pa raw sila. Kaya the point is that you have to, again, learn to listen also to your children. And that's also really a challenge for us parents. That's why we need strength that comes from the Lord. I would say that in this case, the same thing with the bond servants and masters. I mean, all the people who are serving in the company, in the offices, you have to also ask the strength from the Lord in order for you to really be able to follow, you know, your boss. Hindi po madali, pero you get to ask, Lord, give me the strength, give me the grace to really follow them. And I would say that this is something that we need. That's why I would, uh, I would also even remind that this does not come from us. This comes from the Lord. And by the way, speaking of the children, you have young people who are attending here. Kung meron po kayong mga young people na nandito po na umaattend, meron po tayong Saturday service where they could attend. And I would like to introduce to you si Kashay. Kashay, Kashay can you please stand up? Okay. Si Kashay po is one of our campus ministers. And you can just connect them with Kashay para si Kashay matulungan sila para po yung mga anak po natin ay magkaroon po ng pagkakataon na makarinig po ng talagang pang millennial po ng mga sermon message. Kaya baka po hindi makakonek sila sa pinag-uusapan natin dito. So, after the service, you can talk to Kashay and then uh, ask her kung paano makakonek yung mga anak po niyo sa mga victory groups. So, we want your children also to even be connected to the, to the groups that we have here. Okay? So, thank you so much, Kashay. So, Speak also of this, now put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Now it says here, uh, the word stand here make, means to make firm or to be established. It means you don't move. Nandun ka. Okay? And, and you, you are not mo- you are not moving. Why? Because you are trying to defend something that is already yours. Re- remember, the battle has already been won by the Lord. I mean, we are not fighting from defeat. We are fighting from victory. We are already victorious. Because God, Jesus Christ has won already that battle on the cross. The word schemes here also means that the deceits and the trickery of the enemy. So put on the whole armor that you may be able to stand to make firm or to be established against the trickery, against the deceits of the enemy, of the devil. Because the enemy is a trickster or a, I would say that he's a deceiver. Ang gagawin niya talaga as in lilinlangin niya ang bawat isa sa atin. Kahit po krisyano tayo, there's a tendency for the devil to even deceive us. He will try to deceive us and even question our salvation, question the promises of the Lord in our life. Totoo nga ba na talagang sinabi ni Lord ito? Sabi niya sa'yo, bibigyan ka ng trabaho. Ba't hanggang ngayon, wala ka pang trabaho? Sabi ni Lord, di ba? Sabi niya, ganito. And then, bakit hindi pa nangyayari ito? Sabi niya, pagagaling ka. Ba't hindi ka pa magaling hanggang ngayon? Again, those are the deception of the enemy and the enemy will try to do everything. Now, you have to understand that uh, the enemy has already marked us. Meron pong plano. Kung may plano si Lord sa atin, may plano rin ang kaaway sa atin. The enemy has a plan for us also. But of course, we understand that the plan of the Lord is much greater than the plan of the enemy. Do you believe that the plan of the Lord is much greater than the plan of the enemy? Yes. Okay? That's why, again, speaking of that, don't be ignorant of the plans of the enemy. We have to have the mind of Christ always in order for us to know the things that the enemy is trying to do even in our lives. Meron pong nangyari sa, sa case ko when I was uh, you know, uh, in, in their house Tapos, ang plan na is ano eh, put fear in me. That was midnight, no? 12, mga around 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock, tapos ng gabi. And then, dun po sa CR, sa comfort room, I saw a dark uh, shadow. I thought that person, my father-in-law is already, uh, I mean, he's still alive during the time. So, I thought that he went to the bathroom and tried to use it. But when I'd like to assist him, because baka mamay matumba siya. When I passed by his room, then I saw him sleeping. So, the question is, who's that? you know, dark shadow. 
So sabi ko, parang, 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 oh no. Sabi ko, sino kaya itong, uh, and then, but however, of course, I muscled my, myself inside, I said, Lord, I know that you are with me. Pagka, pagka ganun ko lang ng kutina noon, kita ko, wala. Lalong tumindig yung mga balahibo. Wala na mga balahibo, tumindig pa eh, no? naglabas yung mga balahibo bigla. Okay? Something in me that says, switch on the lights, switch on the lights, para mawala yung fear. Pero sabi ni Lord sa akin, huwag mong bubuksan yung ilaw. Ah, sabi ko, Lord, bakit? Pag binuksan mo yung ilaw, ibig sabihin nun, natatakot ka. Ah, sabi ko, Lord, so anong gagawin ko? Magtanks ka at magpraise and worship ka. Ah, so sabi ko, Lord, okay, so what I did was, you know, to speak in tongues and at the same time, just worship the Lord and I was alone okay, during the time. In, you know, in the sala, in the kitchen, I went to the kitchen, I was just praising and worshiping the Lord and I rebuke the devil in that place and said, devil, you have no right in this place. This, is, this was given to us by the Lord and you have no authority here. What I did was to be reminded of the promises of the Lord that I am a child of God. The method of the enemy, his deceit is that to put fear in me during the time. But I am reminded that I am a child of God. I should not fear. So I said, you know, you have no right in this place. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You get out of this place. You have no right, you know, in this house. And I believe that Jesus Christ is here in this house. And afterwards, I felt the peace of the Lord. The point here is that, that, I, that I'm trying to make is that don't be afraid, especially if the enemy is trying to put fear in you. If the enemy is trying to deceive you, if the enemy is trying to put doubts in your mind. Always go back to what the Lord has promised. Pupunta ka palagi sa salita ng Panginoon. Ano bang sinabi ng Panginoon sa'yo? And you have to always be reminded, I'm a child of God. And that's what, of course, the Word of God says to us. The enemy is into deceit, is into trickery. The Bible also says in Luke 22, 30, 31 to 32, Simon, Simon, Peter, behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. The word sift is, of course, speaks of, you know, he tries to agitate us. Inward agitation. The enemy would like to do that. Inward agitation. What does agitation mean? Agitation simply means to make somebody nervous or troubled or to be stirred or disturbed. So yun ang ginagawa ng kaaway. So talagang as in, agitate niya ng gusto to try one's faith to the verge of overthrow. Hanggang sa ang mangyari, bumigay ka. Hanggang sa ang mangyari ay balaglag na prutas. Hanggang sa ang mangyari, talagang as in, gagawin ng kaaway is uugain ka niya ng gusto hanggang malaglag yung prutas mo. Pagka nalaglag yung prutas, yung joy na wala na, yung gladness na wala na, the peace is not there anymore, na I tell you, then magkakaproblema tayo. That is why that's, that, that's what the enemy does. The enemy is like a roaring lion. He's like a lion. Magahanap yan ng way in order to really pull you down. Because what he wants to do is that to make you impatient. Doon sa mga taong impatient, magpapadala palagi yan si Lord ng mga taong talagang iinisin ka ng gusto. Pag hindi ka gumraduate dyan, lalo pang magpapadala si Lord ng mga limang tao para inisin ka. The Lord will of course, you know, bring people to really test your patience. That's why, again, the, you are not against flesh and blood. We are against the spirits behind this. In 1 Peter 5, it says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, brawls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Iikutan ka ng kaaway. Hahanap ng butas yan. Pag nakita ng butas yan, lalapain ka. And once nakita niya that there's fear in you, Doon na, papasok yan. Kaya kapag halimbawa meron nabasag na baso at pag nakita niyang, ah, kinabahan. Okay. Tapos sinabi mo, eh, pakacheck nga yung anak mo sa school, baka may nangyari sa kanya, nabasag yung baso eh. 
humanda-handa ka. Yung kaaway sigurado. Okay? Doon ka tatakutin ngayon. Pag may mga nabasag na mga salamin. Pakitanggal yung salamin kasi malas yan. Baka mami mangyari. Natanggal sa trabaho si Mr. Sabi ko na nga, ba yung salamin? Dapat napalta natin eh. Kasi dahil nabasag yung salamin eh. Palta mo yung salaming nabasag kasi hindi magandang tingnan. Pero hindi dahil sa malas yung salamin. Maglalagay ng arwana sa ba? Sa ano? Sa, sa restaurant. Sa mga business. Dahil swerte raw. Kapag may mga ganun. Again, the enemy will try to do that. He will try, of course, to sneak in to the point that he will now doubt the promises of the Lord. And we don't have to, of course, do that. Let's not be deceived by the enemy. But let's always have the mind of Christ. The Bible says in Ephesians 4.27, And give no opportunity to the devil. Don't give him the opportunity. Don't give him the land. Don't give him the place. Don't give him that, that spot. Because that's what it means. Opportunity means, from the Greek word, it means topos. This is where we get the word topographic, topographical or topography. Ibig sabihin, binibigyan mo ng lupa yung kaaway. Huwag mong bibigyan ng lupa yung kaaway. Ang iba kasi, binibigyan pa ng bahay para maging kapitbahay yung kaaway. Huwag na huwag mong gagawin. Huwag mong papapasukin sa loob ng bahay mo. Kaya noong nangyari sa akin yun, when that happened to me, pinalayas ko na talaga yung kaaway. Sabi ko, wala kang karapatan dito sa loob ng pamamahay namin. Lumayas ka. Hindi ka kasama, hindi ka nagbibigyan ng renta. Umalis ka sa bahay na ito. Point is that you have to always know, don't give the devil a foothold. Because once the devil grabs that land, I tell you something is going to happen. Let's not allow the enemy to even stay in that place where we are. Don't give the devil an opportunity, a place, a location, a spot, or an inhabited place. Always allow the Lord to step in. Meron po mga rangsang enemy. They have a hierarchy. In Ephesians 6.12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. The word ruler speaks, of course, of arche, which means you mga leader. The enemy has leaders. The enemy has, you know, ranks. There are, I would say, just like a military, that they have generals, captains, privates, colonel, meron niya mga, ano eh, meron mga, mga utos-utosan. So, the picture that I, I have is that, like for example, if you go to Kiapo, di ba, sa mga Kiapo kasi, may mga taong pumunta sa Kiapo, tapos nagtas ng papahula. So, nagpapahula sila, tapos sabihin, uh, ano pong mangyayari sa akin next week? At sinabi ng mga uhula, uh, alam mo, huwag kang pupunta sa lugar na ito, kasi sigurado maa-aksidente ka. So, ngayon, ang nangyari, after a few weeks, nandun siya sa lugar na yun, bigla na-aksidente siya. At sinabi niya, ako tama nga yung manguhula. Naaksidente talaga ako. Sana sinunod ko yung manguhula. Pero paano nangyari yun? Ganito po yun. Remember, the enemy has a hierarchy. Parang it's a picture of like this. No? Nagpahula siya, eh yung manguhula, may spirito yun. Spirito ng jablo, siyempre. So ngayon, sasabihin ng spirito, sabihin mo, pumunta siya sa ganitong lugar. Ha? Okay? After few weeks, pag pumunta, sabihin mo, maaaksidente siya. So ngayon, spirito na yun, ng occultism, Raradyo yan sa mga kapwa niya, spirito, mga demonyo. Alam mo nang gagawin, ha? Okay, so ganito gagawin natin. Planuhin natin buhay ng taong yun, ha? Kailangan meron doon lasinggero. Okay, lasinggero na yun na driver, painumin mo na anak. Kailangan bumigay siya. Okay? And once bumigay siya, pa- kailangan magdadrive yun doon sa lugar na yun. At pag nagdrive, kailangan, e- eksaktuhin mo naman, kailangan mag-away yung pamilya rito para lumaya siya ng bahay para at least mapunta siya sa lugar na yun. At once nasa lugar na yun, ayun, ta- tamang-tama yan. Tapos, ang gawin mo, i-hit and run mo para talagang, as in, yung plano natin talaga mag-succeed. So, imagine mo, merong radyo yan eh. 
Roger, Roger, okay, Roger. Sige, okay na. Okay na, okay na. Ayusin natin ito lahat. So ngayon, ang nangyari, sabi niya ngayon, oy, oh nga, no, tama. You have to understand that they have a scheme, they have a plan. Now, wala po sa Bible yung sinasabi kong yun, ano, Roger, Roger na yun. Pero po, nasa pa sa Bible yung Roger, Roger na yun, okay? Hindi, okay, I hope na hindi nyo po hanap. My point here is that it's like a hierarchy in the spiritual realm, especially sa mga demonic forces. Meron po yun. If the Lord has a plan for us, that's why the enemy wants to really pull us down. May plan po ang kawai. Okay, don't even try to attempt to wrestle against flesh and blood. If that person is impatient to you, it's not about the person, it's about the spirit behind that person. Pero wag mo na masabihin, alam mo, may spirito ka eh. Wag mo na sabihin yun. You just have to be reminded that I'm not against this person. This per- I believe there is something in the spirit that is causing these things to happen. Your sickness, it's not about flesh and blood. That is why you have to, again, go back to the Word and say, what is the Word of the Lord saying? No, the Bible says that none of this disease will hurt me. In the name of Jesus Christ, you, Spirit, you have no right to put doubt in my mind. That is why, again, we have to, again, have the mind of Christ in this area. Be spiritually strong in the Lord. Maging matibay ka sa Panginoon, maging malakas ka sa Panginoon. Sabi mo sa katabi mo ulit, be spiritually strong. Remind mo siya, be spiritually strong. Second is that be spiritually prepared in the Lord. Now, in this case, I would like to present to you, of course, the armor. And it says here in Ephesians 6.13, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done, done all to stand firm. Because you will stand firm. We will stand firm. The Bible speaks of this in the book of Romans. Sabi niya rito, The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desire. Putting on the armor of God is like putting on Jesus Christ. That is why this is also, of course, a picture of Paul. Because Paul, when he was writing this, he are, he's actually seeing a lot of Roman soldiers. Tinitingnan niya kung ano yung mga suot na mga Roman soldiers. Eh, ikaw ba naman na ng prison cell? Wala kang magawa. Walang Facebook roon. Kaya talagang titingin mo talaga yung mga sundalo. Eh buti lang, the Lord inspired Paul to write these things para ma-observe niya yung lahat ng full regala of a Roman soldier in order for him to explain what the parts of a Roman soldier uniform is. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ is like putting on also the armor of light, which is the whole armor. Ephesians 6.14 first you know, explains to us, Stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. The belt of truth, of course, holds the breastplate of righteousness. It also holds the sword. Without a belt of truth, it's impossible for us to really put on the, to put on the breastplate of righteousness because pag wala yung belt of truth na yun, that tells us that we are righteous in Christ, then wala ang mangyari. We will doubt that we are righteous in the Lord. Who among you here could say that you are righteous? Sino rito ang makakapagsabing ikaw ay banal at ikaw ay matuwid? Meron ba ritong banal at matuwid? Pwede bang itaas mo yung kamay mo at huwag kang magagaya ng ibang tao? Taas mo yung kamay mo, mga banal at matuwid dyan. Sige, itaas mo yung kamay mo, huwag kang mahiya. Taas mo yung huwag ganoon talaga. If you are righteous, if you are holy, just, ano, taas. Ayan, mabibilang na natin. Pero sino rito yung alam mo na kay Kristo ka? Taas yung kamay mga na kay Kristo. Ayan, dumami yung mga na kay Kristo. Alam niyo ba yung mga na kay Kristo, sila yung mga banal at matuwid? Ibig sabihin nun, hindi nakasalalay, it, it, hindi nakasalalay yung ating kabanalan at katuwiran sa mga ginagawa natin. Once you are in Christ, you are holy and righteous in Christ. Why? Because we have faith in Jesus Christ. Once you have faith in Jesus Christ, then you are made holy and righteous in the Lord. So therefore, tatanungin ko ulit. Okay, huwag ka mag-alala. Babawi ka. Sino rito ngayon? 
Sinitin dito ngayon, alam mong banal ka at matuwid ka sa Panginoon. Taas ang kamay. Ayun, praise God, dumami. Eh, yung mga iba, hindi nyo pa rin alam. Mamaya, malalaman nyo. Okay? That's why, speak of John 7, 17, it says here, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. The, the word of God is truth. And speaking of the truth also, that's why the truth says that we are righteous. And speaking of the, the righteousness, it says that we have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Why? Because the enemy will try to cast doubts on us. Are you really righteous? Are you really holy? Pero, Pastor, nagkakamali ako, nagkakasala ako. Bakit ganun banal pa rin ako? Yes, maaring nagkakasala at nagkakamali ka. The people will, of course, judge you based on the works that you are doing. Pero sa mata ng Panginoon, banal ka at matuwid ka. Sa standing ng Panginoon. Pero it doesn't mean na kapag halimbawang ikaw ay nagkasala, hindi ka na banal at hindi ka na matuwid sa harapan ng Panginoon. Kasi meron tinatawag tayo na practical righteousness. People must see the righteousness in you so that they can glorify the Lord. But however, it doesn't mean that if you are not walking in that kind of righteous path, eh nawawala na kaagad yung righteousness ng Lord sa inyo. Remember, it is God who gave us that righteousness through Christ when we place our faith in Him. That's why the scripture is clear on that. And speaking of the breastplate of righteousness, it protects the heart, it protects everything in our heart, and this is, uh, of course, a protection that is being held by the belt of truth. And this is what Paul said in Philippians 3.9, and be found in Him, be found in Jesus, not having a righteousness of, uh, of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. So therefore, the righteousness from God that depends on faith in Him. Once we have faith in Jesus, then we become righteous and we also become holy at the same time. Another thing is that in Ephesians 6.15 it says, And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Now many are saying that this, of course, shoes means that we are prepared to share the gospel to the people. Well, we could say it in that way as well. But there is also another thing that we need to remember that it also means peace as well. That when we put on these shoes, it means that we believe that we have the peace of God that reigns human understanding, that is far beyond human understanding, that transcends human understanding. That it's, that's why it says here the gospel of peace. And the shoes here is a, a picture of this uh, Roman soldier shoes that has hub nails. Yung hubnails po yun na ito is that so that it will keep them firm in their ground so that they will not be moved whatever happens. And this hubnail also is being used in the battle that whenever they try to step on their enemy, they crush the head of the enemy. It can crush a skull of an enemy. Ganun po katindi yung kanilang, ano, kanilang sandals. It also says in Ephesians 6.13, having done all to stand firm, you wear that shoes, I would say sandals, or shoes that sends the gospel of peace. And also in Romans 16.20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. So we can see the picture that this sandal is being used, of course, to crush the enemy under our feet. And we believe that even the peace that is in our mind right now will not really take dominion over our mind. Why? Because we believe that we have the peace of the Lord in us, the peace that transcends every human understanding. And this is what we are sharing to the people. Yung po yung binibigay natin at ipinapaliwanag sa mga tao that they need to, of course, accept Christ in order for them, of course, to have reconciliation with the Lord. That will also even send peace as well in their hearts. Ephesians 6.16 says, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Now, this kind of shield that we have here is that a shield na it is 
composed of wood. Okay, yung wood po na ito uh, is designed to protect them. And this wood also has at least seven layers of skin of animal. It becomes as thick as three to four inches. Ang, ang kapal, mga around, you know, in that uh, you know, thickness, mga three inches. And what they do is that they also will pinapatuyo nila sa araw ito, tapos stretch nila yung skin ng animal, tapos ilalapat nila sa wooden, no, na, uh, wooden na uh, shield. And then afterwards, they will also even dip it in the water. Tapos after they dip it in the water, uh, the purpose of that is that it can uh, put out the flaming arrows. Para lahat ng arrow na you know, uh, maputa sa shield na yon, it will eventually be put, put off. I could imagine, you know, it's a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because yung seven symbolizes perfection and Jesus is of course uh, the perfect sacrifice. And there are, se- there are seven layers of skin na yun po yung parang ang nangyari, pinatay para maging sacrifice so that they can have this kind of shield. And at the same time, it was stretched over a wood para ilapat doon. And it's like also a symbol of Christ as well sometimes. I mean, that's why uh, some commentators say that it's like also Jesus that was stretched on the wooden cross. And then he's the perfect sacrifice. And I would say that the, the shield is really a picture of Christ as well. And he is our shield. Okay, siya po yung shield natin. That's why if you need to be protected, you just have to place, you know, your faith in Jesus Christ. And I would say that this is the shield that we have. It's not just an ordinary shield, but it's actually Christ who is shielding us. The scripture says in Romans 12, 3, that there is a measure of faith that God has given us. For by, by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. The word measure here simply means a meter or a degree of faith. God has given us degrees of faith. Don't compare your faith with another person. Iba po yung faith na ibang person sa faith mo. Kung ibang person, merong faith sila to really believe for a huge house. Ikaw naman, iba yung faith mo. Then don't say na, ba't siya ganun ang nangyari? Ba't ako ganito? Iba-iba po yung measure na faith. But you can pray to the Lord that the Lord will increase your faith. Because even the apostles also, in the context of Luke 17.5, when they were advised to forgive other people, the apostle said, the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. Lord, increase po yung faith namin. Kasi why? Kasi ang hirap magpatawad ng tao. Increase our faith. And the same thing also for us, our prayer is that the Lord will increase our faith for a lot of things. Faith to believe for restoration of our marriage. Faith to believe for the healing of our loved ones. Faith to believe even for, you know, open doors and op- open opportunities for us to be financially provided. Faith to believe that the Lord will even bring us to a place wherein God can use us. Faith to believe for restoration of our family. Faith to believe that the Lord will provide for, the, for our children even as they go to school. And again, our prayers that the Lord increase our faith. Mahira po kapag halimbang ang faith po natin ay hindi po ganun kataas. That's why sometimes doubt comes into play. That's what you know, the shield of faith does. God gave us a measure of faith. Let's pray that the Lord will increase our faith. Ephesians 6, 7 says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the sword of God. Now, the helmet of salvation covers, of course, the whole brain. Why? Because the enemy will try to put doubt in us. Ang mangyari, ang gagawin ng kaaway is that he will try to speak to us and say, Talaga nga bang binigyan ni Lord? Talaga nga ba na babalik ang mister mo? At magkakabalikan kayo ulit? Talaga nga ba na ipoprovide ni Lord yung you know, lahat ng mga bagay sa pamilya mo. Talaga nga ba na, you know, papagalingin ka ng Panginoon? 
And those are the doubts. Sometimes we have to really understand that we have to put on that helmet of salvation. There's a time where the enemy will try to even put doubts in our, in our security in the Lord. Yung security po na kung talagang ligtas tayo, kung talagang anak tayo ng Diyos. Yun ang number one na kailangan po natin maintindihan. That's why in this case, this is also a picture of a dagger. It's a dagger like Makaira. And this is a two-edged sword. Now, speak of the helmet, in Romans 14.5, that's why it says here, each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. Protect your mind. Are you convinced that, that you are saved? Are you convinced that you are a child of God? Are you convinced that the Lord has something in store for you for this year, 2018? Are you convinced that God can heal your disease and sickness? Are you convinced that God will restore your relationship? Are you convinced that God will bring up a godly children out of your generation? Are you convinced that God will open a door for you and for your family? Are you convinced that God will even bring you to another place wherein God will use you? It's really a battle. And the enemy will try to put doubts in you, in our minds. Don't be deceived. But let's always be alert and say, I believe that this is what the Word says. That's why I'm not surprised why the helmet of salvation is connected with the sword as well. Because the sword also in Hebrews 4.12, for the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Now notice that it says here, it is a two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit and the body soul and spirit and body because in joints and of marrow is actually part of the body you can speak life to your spirit you can speak life to your soul you can speak life to your body using the word of the Lord so I'm not surprised also why it's a two-edged sword that's why Hebrews 4.12 says and I would say that when the word of God is being used to strike a person it will transform of course a person once the word of God offends you once the word of God offends you it will bring transformation in your life don't offend a person by your words, but let that person be offended by the Word of God because when the Word of God offends them, I tell you, there is transformation. Masakit po ang salita ng Panginoon, lalo na kapag halimbawang meron sinabi ang Panginoon tungkol sa ating mga buhay. Kapag sinabi ni Lord na, itigil mo na yan, yung live-in na yan. Hindi siya tama. Ang sakit, eh Lord, matagal na kami dito eh. Sa relasyon na ito. Mahal ko siya eh. Mahal rin niya ako eh. At saka isa pa, okay naman yung aming buhay. Okay nga sa mata ninyo, pero ang tanong, okay ba sa harapan ng Panginoon? Masakit, pero kailangan itama. Homosexuality is also one. May karelasyon ka, pero hindi man pala tama yung relasyon. Babae sa babae, lalaki sa lalaki, you have to heed the word of the Lord. Lesbianism is not right. Homosexuality is not right. You have to make it right in the eyes of the Lord. It offends us, it hurts us, but then again, if we follow the word of the Lord, it will bring healing to our lives. Kapag halimbawang sinabi ni Lord na, I will provide for your needs. Huwag mo ibaon yung sarili mo sa utang. Utang ka ng utang para ipambayad sa utang. Ang hirap nun. Always go back to the word of the Lord and say, Lord, provide for our needs. Call upon the Lord. Huwag kang tatawag sa mga nakamotor. Call upon the Lord. Call upon the Lord. Say, Lord, provide for our needs. Let's not Depend on people. Huwag, kang tat- huwag mong tatawagin palagi si mamit si daddy at si mamit daddy ang provider mo palagi. Call upon the Lord. That's why again, speaking of that, 
it offends us, but it transforms us. And last is that, be spiritually connected in the Lord. Be spiritually connected in the Lord. Praying at all times in the Spirit. You pray at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. Be sensitive to the Spirit's leading. Sometimes we need to be silent and be sensitive to where the Lord wants us to go and what the Lord wants us to pray. And just say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to pray for? And sometimes, you know, a few seconds of silence, the Holy Spirit will speak to us and say, pray for your marriage, pray for this missionary, pray for this nation, pray for your president, pray for your relative, or pray for your spiritual life. You just need to be sensitive. The Holy Spirit will be the one to remind you. Pray in the Spirit. Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Meaning, the prayer should not only focus on you. Ang problema kasi minsan, nakatutok palagi sa atin. You pray always for you, for your need, for your provision. There's nothing wrong with that. Pero kapag nakasenter palagi sa yung prayer, selfish prayer na po yun, kapatid. Kailangan ipag-pray naman natin ibang mga bagay kung saan po tayo nililid ng Holy Spirit na ipag-pray. That is why we are praying for our nation. This, So for the prayer and fasting, we are going to pray also for our campuses as well. And we hope that our prayer should not be self-centered, but our prayer should always encompass a lot of things in our life. I'm not saying that you don't pray for yourself. You pray for yourself. That's why Paul said, pray at all times in the Spirit. But however, we also have to make supplication for all the saints and at the same time, pray for the leaders as well. Kaya nga sabi ni Paul, pray also for me. You pray for your leaders, spiritual leaders, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. Thank you for praying for us. Kung naalala niyo po kami sa whenever in your quiet time, if you remember us in your prayer, thank you so much for praying for us. Because whenever we stand here in front, we can actually feel you know, the answers to your prayer. But whenever we speak the very words of the Lord, it brings forth power at the same time. And the strength of prayer is that kapag sama-sama po tayo, I mean, the enemy cannot do anything. And that, this is what we call testudo. Kasi kapag, kaya, kaya siya testudo, kasi pagka naghiwahiwalay sila, matutusta sila sa kaaway. Kaya testudo, ibig sabihin sama-sama sila. Di ba? Ibig sabihin sama-sama sila, lalabas niyan, hindi sila kaya i-penetrate ng kaaway. This is a military tactic. Even a phalanx of army cannot overcome this, this kind of formation. This is what they call the tortoise formation. And even, you know, the fiery arrows cannot actually, you know, go inside because why? It cannot penetrate. Because this is a, a very, I mean, a, a good military strategy for them to be able to win the battle. The same thing also when we pray together, especially the shield of faith. The shield of faith there is actually connected with each other. Meron pong, ano yan, connections about isa na hindi mo kaya ihiwalay. The same thing also goes even if we combine our faith together, believing for a lot of things, not just for ourselves, but even for our nation, miracles can happen. Do you believe that miracles can happen when saints come together to pray for something? Miracles can happen. Are you expectant for this year, before the year ends, the Lord will answer our prayer? Do you believe that God is really going to answer your prayer? Yes. Amen. I'm believing God for that. Naniniwala ako na kaya pong sagutin ng Panginoon ang ating mga panalangin. If we join, you know, in faith and in prayer. 
That is why speaking of this in Ephesians 6.20, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. And that's the answer of the Lord for the prayers of the saints for Paul. Meron pong istorya ng isang pastor. He's a pastor, and then yung pastor po na ito, I, I, I know probably you have heard this story already for some, but this pastor uh, is praying, and then, I, well, ano siya, no? He's, he has a ministry along with his uh, wife and his family. And now, something happened in their family. Lumayas po yung anak niyang babae. Yung anak niyang babae, umalis po, nagtanan. Uh, nagtanan po ang kasama niya ay isang hindi believer. So, syempre, it really hurt them so much. Even the family. Imagine, tumatayo po siya sa harapan, nagbiminister sa mga tao, pero mga tao hindi alam po ano pinagdadaan ng pastor. Kasi dahil sa talaga sugatan siya because of that. And how many years was that happening? Three years, tatlong taon. Tatlong taon na, you know, tumatakbo ang sakit sa puso na habang nag-ministry ka, wala kang connection sa anak mo. I mean, the, the daughter didn't even call them. Wala. There's no way to connect with the daughter. After three years, the daughter went back home and nag-shave po yung pastor sa taas ng bahay nila. Sa second floor ng bahay nila. And then the, 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 the wife went upstairs. Sabi niya doon sa asawa niya, yung anak mo nasa baba. Pero wag na wag mong pagsasabihan, wag na wag mong pagagalitan, at wag na wag kang magtataas ang boses. Manahimik ka. So he mustered, you know, his strength and pray and say, Lord, help me. Just face my daughter without even condemning her. Because there's a tendency for him to, of course, condemn the daughter and say, Ikaw kasi, bakit ka umalis? Hindi ka mo nangyari sa'yo. Pwede ka sana umalis, hindi nangyari to. There's a tendency for him to say that. But when he went down and saw his daughter, alam mo, unang ginawa ng daughter niya, the daughter ran to him and knelt down and say, Dad, forgive me for what I did. Patawarin niyo ako sa ginawa ko. Patawarin niyo po ako. Umiiyak siya. She's just sobbing. And what the dad did was to, you know, bring her up and hug her and just hug her without saying any words. Ang sarap ano? Without saying any words of condemnation. Just hugging her. That's the answer to their prayer. And afterwards, to make it fast, you know, fast forward, what happened was that the guy and the daughter, of course, was married already, and the guy became a pastor ng isang church yung po nila. This is a real story. I don't know about you, but I believe that God can move in our lives even though we face many challenges in our life. You know what we'll do? We just have to believe the Lord for greater things. Believe the Lord that the Lord will be the one to move in our behalf as we pray and as we fast for this mid-year. Let's be expected for this year because the Lord is going to move really in our family. Are you believing for great things, for great miracles to happen in your family? Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Help your people to put on the full armor. There's a lot of things out there that will challenge our faith. But we believe, Lord, that you are with us. You will never leave us nor forsake us. And Lord, even as we put on, Lord, the full armor, let us also be reminded to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Because after all, He is the shield. He is our shield. And Lord, I pray that you will continue, Lord, to remind them that you are the promise-keeping God. 
that you will fulfill, Lord God, your promise to your people, for, your, for their family, for their job, for their work, for their healing, for their provision. Lord, fulfill, Lord God, those promises. And let it be aligned to your will and to your desire, Lord. Not about us, but it's about you, Lord Jesus Christ, in our lives. Thank you so much, Lord, for just blessing your people right now. Once more, Lord, truly that even us, Lord, we go throughout this year and live our life for this year. Lord, may we see breakthroughs and miracles, Lord, that will happen in our lives, Lord, in our family, in our children, even to us as well. The glory, the praise, and the honor is yours. In 